What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Carolina Knicks Day Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron Palat. This week, we're back. We're talking the Cavaliers. They're revamped, and are they ready for the playoffs? Are they ready to really take over the East? Jim and I doubt it. We talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. talk a little about New England. We mostly talk Josh McDaniels spurning the Indianapolis Colts and what that means. We talk a whole bunch of nonsense. We talk space-time continuum. We talk space expanding. We talk about politics. We do a lot of conversation in this week's podcast. It all finishes with Derek Rose and a good laugh at the end of our conversation. All that and more this week. Today is February 12th, 2018. Jim, we were gone for a little bit. And, you know, now that we're back, it seems like all of Boston is falling apart between the Cavs and Philadelphia. Are you alive? Like, how are you? I'm fine. I don't know anybody that's falling apart over that crap. Well, you know, the media seems to think that, uh, you know, this new look Cavs team is just the second hand of destruction after what Philadelphia oh, yeah. after and Nick game. Foles did. Come on. Well, you know, let's I, I do I, I do want to talk I do want to talk the Cavaliers. It wasn't what Nick Foles did, it's what the Patriots defense didn't do. We're gonna get to that in a bit, but I do want to talk about, of course, the main headline, which is the Cleveland Cavaliers, the new look Cavs, you know, at the trade deadline has come and gone, and they seemingly at first weren't gonna do anything, but they ship out IT, they ship out Jay Crowder, Derek Rose, they send D Wade back to Miami, they bring in Jordan Clarkson, Rodney Hood, uh, you know, Larry Nance Jr., the second Larry Nance and George Hill, they come out and, in my opinion, play with more uh, t- more to prove than Drake when he sees Rihanna in the club. You're not buying this new-look Cavs team, are you? Because I'm they not. Came out and played. They came out and played hard because they don't know LeBron yet. All those other guys did. So it seems like you want to say that there's a little bit of ownership that goes into LeBron here and why yeah, that I'm original just, Cavs. I'm just being a wise guy. Well, I'm, well, just saying, you... I'm just saying – I'm just saying none of those guys that they moved out, with the exception of D. Wade, who can't play anymore, actually like LeBron. So I I don't, you know, I think what happens is with, and we've kind of seen this over LeBron's career, is he wears people out. I'm not saying he's not a great player. I'm not saying he's not the best player since Michael Jordan. All I'm saying is he wears people out. And so, yeah, of course they're going to play. George Hill's a, a, a good player. Uh, Larry Nance Jr. is a good young player with a ton of athleticism, just like dad. Um, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, they looked fine. They looked reinvigorated. The Celtics look like a team desperately waiting for to for some time off is what they look like. I was going to say that. I mean, that team just looked like they just look like they hit a, a sputter in the road. Like they're ready Dude, they for all star break. Wide open dunks. I mean, Cleveland still doesn't play any defense. So they, the Patriots were uh, the Patriots. The, the Celtics were m- missing wide open dunks. They missed wide open threes that they usually make. I mean, they just look worn out. Uh, they got a lot of young players on that team that just, you know, and, yeah. and plus, do, do, you, do, weird, you, do you, do you, do you think the Cavs like legitimately got better? I'm sorry to cut you off. Cause that seems, that, that seems, no. that seems to be the, the, the giant conversation that I'm not buying. Like I'm not buying into this team legitimately got better when literally the expectation before was this team to kill the, like kill each other. And now that the teammates don't want to kill each other yet, everybody wants to say they got better when, uh, you and I have I talked. You and I have talked time and time again. What were the Cavs expecting from this team? What were they expecting from Isaiah Thomas? What were they expecting when they brought these guys in and 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 seemingly were shocked when it when it failed? Well, I think they legit didn't know about it. I, I am buying that. 
I think I think Danny Ainge told them everything he was required to tell them, but but he absolutely fleeced Cleveland. <laughs> I mean, he, he he comes out he comes out the real winner in all of this not too, ready to right? Play. No, he's, he's not. He's not ready to play. But 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 th- I, I I thought what you just said is is really funny because if there's any winner out of any of this, I would say Danny Ainge continues to be the winner because oh, yeah. now you traded away Kyrie Irving for essentially. Jordan Clarkson, George Hill. I mean, nice pieces, yes, exactly. but exactly. But what did you and, get from the trade when you trade away Kyrie Irving? Nothing at this well, point. Well, who knows? I mean, maybe Larry Nance Jr. turns out to be a great player. Really? Really? Who knows? Well, I know exactly. I, I'm not making. I'm not saying that it. You know, that's a good trade in any real world sense. I'm just saying. You know, we have to. Everybody needs to take a deep breath. Okay, it was all over my newsfeed too, from people that I respect talking about this, like on a positive note, it was one game. It was 48 minutes, man. Oh, I mean, yes. like, just give me a break. You know, it's fantastic, Jim. It, it, it is fantastic that Tyron Lou has gone from an idiot oh, to a genius, genius in, in yeah, 48 hours. Are we serious? There's nothing wrong with Ty, Tyron Lou, except for the fact he can't that, coach. Well, no, everybody hates LeBron. If you play with LeBron long enough, you hate him. I mean that's that's the best I can do from a distance and in seeing what what's going on with the, with Cleveland. They still don't play defense. That's not going to get better. So unless LeBron shaves 10 years off his life and plays defense like he used to play, I mean we see glimpses of that, you know, and he did that he did that against the Celtics, right? He, you saw him run down plays from yeah, but behind. but again, he like some do, some of which that he will do in the playoffs. Some of that, some of know? that is new motivation, and 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 I know I know you and I, we constantly talk about how these how these elite athletes aren't necessarily motivated by the same things as you know as we like to project them on. But this team looked extremely motivated yesterday to prove to the world that this is going to work. Dude, these four guys got to play with someone that they never thought they'd be able to play with. There's the, some excitement the there. Their generation. I'm just saying. Every no. every every new relationship has some excitement and flair in it, Jim. In the beginning, before exactly. you before you find out, you know, your partner farts in bed. You know, has warts here and there. I mean, oh, there's or, always new excitement. Yeah, or or you or you, or the you know the best player on the team goes in front of the press like he did after the game, saying repeated at least four times that I heard calling referring himself to himself as the leader of the team. As the leader of the team, I have to do this, and I'm leading this team, so I need to be. Do- and I'm like, stop referring to yourself as a leader. That's that's just strike one, two, and three, right? There. <laughs> okay. And if you're playing on that team and you got to listen to that crap over and over and over and over and over, I'd be tired of it. Whether it doesn't matter if it's true or not, Aaron. Everybody I'd be tired knows of it. Who the best player is? Shut up. I- I'd be very tired of it. And 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 listen, I, I do want to go. I into- never heard Michael Jordan say, "I'm the leader of this team." Unless someone suggested it to him, I never heard. I never heard Larry Bird say, "I'm the leader of this team," or Mike, or you know, Magic Johnson, or you know, Kevin Garnett came to the Celtics in 08. I always use him as an example because he was an MVP in Minnesota. Good God, I don't know how that happened. Drug them to the the Western Conference Finals one year, you know, and he came to the Celtics. And this was Paul Pierce's team. Paul Pierce is a great player, but he's not as great as Kevin Garnett was. And he wasn't even as great as Kevin Garnett was at that time. Kevin Garnett came to this team with Ray Allen, went to Ray Allen and said, 
this is Paul's team. We gotta we gotta figure out how we work in this. Yeah. Now I'm sure that, I'm sure Ray Allen was like, you gotta be kidding me, man. Because <laughs> Ray Allen was a better player than Paul yeah, Pierce ever was. Ray too. Allen was. <laughs> Ray Allen is if there is a truth, Ray Allen's the truth, right? Yeah. So yeah. so that's Jesus Shuttles. I never heard Kevin Garnett ref- and that I'm I'm not saying that. Go no, ahead and no, refer to but, yourself but, that way if you want, but that's going to wear your teammates well, out. Over well, 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 you know, I, there's if there's unless been, you're Kevin Love and you literally do not have you are you you're physiologically pudding. are absent a backbone. You you are you are pudding. I think him and Paul Ryan are the two people in America that don't have a spine. Uh, you know, but 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 I think you bring up I think you bring up a valuable point because Paul Ryan has a spine. He's just reptilian. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, that's true. I I might be thinking about Marco Rubio. They all they all sort of blend in at this point. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Water if, boy. If, if if there's if there's anything at this point that I thought was Water a little, boy. if there's anything at this point I thought was a little annoying outside of the you know the new sort of narrative around Cleveland is the 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 scapegoat of it and why this all failed like you want he's hurt yes and 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 to me i just and and i like it i you know i'm not i'm not a celtics fan i'm not a lakers fan whatever i i don't even think they gave it a chance in in when he came back and i'm not saying that from like an emotional standpoint but if you saw lebron throughout the first half of the season and what he's even doing now He's playing point forward to the fullest extent. Granted, we've seen him do it before, but you and I have constantly talked about time and time again how a great offense for LeBron would be pick and roll with uh, shooters around the arc for him. LeBron has just played point guard. He's driven, kicked out, whatever. And I think when IT came back, he never allowed the system, whatever system Tyron Lue was running, to have a real point guard. He never allowed IT to ever run the floor for whatever reason. Yeah. And and I don't and I, and I don't think that's because he disliked IT. I think LeBron was 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 so in the role of playing point guard that LeBron doesn't know how else to play. Yes, and 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 just dance around it. He doesn't know how else to play. And 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 I don't think that's that's nothing against it. I just don't think it was ever a fit from the jump when he got healthy well, or whenever well, he got well, on the court. If he well, first of all, he's not healthy, so we we don't know. We're comparing hypotheticals. We're saying if it was healthy then it wouldn't have been a good fit anyway. Both yes, of those you're, right, you're, right, you're, right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So what I'm saying, but so I would have liked to see him play when he was healthy. However, it's pretty clear what's coming out of Cleveland is that IT and Jay Crowder couldn't stand LeBron once they got into the locker room. Sure seemed can't, like it. Can't stand him. That was the word coming out, you know, as they were traded. Now, it didn't say anything like that, and of course, no one even asked Jay Crowder because no one cares what he. Well, has to well, say. the comments, the comments afterwards, Jim have been, like you know Jay Crowder had what uh, fifteen or seventeen points in his first Jazz game, and they said, "Wow, this is the most points you scored all season." He said, "Look, I'm having fun now. I'm on a team where I actually have fun." Like the rhetoric, okay, did, did, the rhetoric yeah. surrounding him and Isaiah. You know, even Isaiah. You know, they asked him, "How come you wore Kobe's in your first game?" He said, "Listen, I got a Kobe mentality." He said, "It's only right that I play uh, in the shoes of the greatest player of all time." Now, granted, that's that's a falsehood in itself well, but it's but it's he's but, a laker don't listen to that, that no doesn't mean but anything. but to me like it just seems like the rhetoric even with them coming out like it seems like there's a giant relief like all right we're, like we can we can actually play now we can be ourselves well i think i mean I, okay so there that was the first thing there were two things that i was going to say that was the first thing about isaiah's hurt and so we can't know but the second thing i was gonna say is i think Look, LeBron is a great player, 
okay? Let me put it this way. He is so great that he doesn't – they don't really run plays. Not really. They don't run offensive plays, and they really don't – they just sort of play athletically defensively. That's what they've always done. Yes. Okay? So I don't know if he can continue to win that way. I suspect not. No. But the problem is because he plays that way, right, he wears his teammates out doing that also because they never know when they're going to see the ball. They never know what they're going to run, okay, where the great teams, they run offense, Okay, we've always said this. Is they that is that offense. but but is that on LeBron or is that on Tyron Lue? Because at least it's Eric, on LeBron. at least Eric it's Spolstra Le- was. It's a- no, it's absolutely on LeBron. Look, LeBron didn't stay in Miami because Pat Riley was not going to listen to his nonsense. Pat Riley had already coached better players than LeBron. Okay, and and so they, they won their championships there because they that's what they did. They were a great team. And LeBron was a great on those teams. But those teams were head and shoulders better than any than the Heatles. of these Cavs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You see what I'm saying? No, so- I do. I do. I just, I just, you know, I, I just, and you and I have, have texted about this, talked about this constantly. I've brought this up with a few people. Like, I think those, those, two, those two truths can exist. Like, LeBron yes. can be as great as he is. And 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 some of this is still a large part of uh, he has a large part in the fault in all of this. I just think he wears people out. I, I really do. You know, it's not Kyrie it, sure got tired of it. Well, yeah, and Kyrie has his own issues. Yes, he. Um, I think, but he doesn't refer to himself as the leader of the team <laughs> because if you saw the press conference with him after the game. They set. They lobbed up a batting practice fastball. Where yep. he easily could have said as the leader of the team because he said that because they asked him in the sense that you're back, you're leading the team. He never used the word. He talked about his teammates. He talked about we got to get better in in specific areas, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So so no, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think that I'm not criticizing LeBron. I don't want it to be heard. That oh, way. I am. But I he ha he, but the way he plays is is go, it's going to produce diminishing results over time. On top of his but personality. In the, in the sense that Tim you know, Tim Duncan figured out a way to still be the best player on his team for a very long time, even when he wasn't playing huge minutes, right? Because his game was so solid. Um, you know, we talked about Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, when he came up, was a slasher. Right. He went to the basket hard. Um, Over time, he lost his any speed that he had. And he also lost his ups. Uh, I used to like to call him the big big slow slow. later in his clear. Right. You heard me say that all the time. He was the big slow that no one could guard because because all Paul Pierce wanted to do was get to one of the elbows so he could take a 16 footer. And he was damn good at it. And he and, and he and once he got to that spot, no one could guard him. And so. There, but but when I look at LeBron, I don't see any of that. He's still trying to create in a way that at this point in his career, I think causes him to use more energy than he needs to. Well, there's nobody else on do that follow, team. I, no, I do. I just think that, like, especially this year, and we'll never know, but it's like Kyrie was that guy to, 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 to take the load off of his back most of the time, and now he doesn't have that. Because Kevin Love, Minnesota Kevin Love isn't coming back. 
Kevin Love might go back to Minnesota at one point, but Minnesota Kevin Love isn't coming out in this offense. He's not coming out on this team. So I do I do get in part why why LeBron plays the way that he does. It's, I think the thing that fascinates me and confuses me is like this is this this is not sustainable, especially not with this type of team, especially when you don't have a young guy like Kyrie Irving with you. So I, that does bring up my next question for you, because this team was the Cavaliers team that was traded away, was the oldest team in the league. They have gotten younger with Jordan Clarkson. They have gotten younger with Larry Nance. I mean, George Hill, he is 30. But they have they, they got younger pieces back, Rodney Hood included. Do you believe that this team gets any or or got significantly better with this trade? Does this no. help? No, they didn't. No, they didn't get significantly better um, from a basketball standpoint. What they got, what got better was the sort of morale of the team. Yeah, they didn't want to kill each other. And so, if the morale of the team is better, theoretically, they'll play better. Look, they they looked like the team that David Blatt got fired from, you know, that's what they've looked like the last few weeks. I mean, they, 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 they just don't do anything. Well, nothing. They named it. I got nothing. Well, I got a spicier question for you. Do you think, because I, I said this before the trade, I didn't think that they could get, I don't, I thought they were going to have trouble with a, with, with, with a Boston team, like legitimate trouble with, a I Boston still do. Team. No, I still think they like that, that could be a seven game series, right? Like, the, like it is not guaranteed that they win the East. I mean, I'm not crazy for that, am I? No, I, I don't think. Well, I don't really believe in Toronto. You know, no, the, I, it, it is, it is, it is Boston or or or, or Cleveland. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Toronto. I'm sorry, yeah. Washington. Cleveland's not going to get it done, and you know, Washington's a dumpster fire too because John Wall is going to come back. And then who knows what that does to the, the uh, you know, the karma on that team. Um, they actually played better than they without him. Ah, well, a lot so, of a lot uh, of them have been talking since he's been gone, including more. Yeah, Sam well, Gortat. that's the other problem, isn't it? That's the other problem, isn't it? When I'm John like Wall, I'm coming back and Beal, smacking all you guys to... and get my Rolex watches. Well, that's just what I'm saying. Bradley Beal, who's the second best player on that team. Really needs to really needed to step up and be a little more mature. But the first chance he got in front of a microphone, he threw he totally threw him <laughs> John Wall under the bus. Parked it on him. Exactly. So no, it's, I hear that. I hear that one comment. I go, okay, it's over for that team. That team needs to be broken up. Why waste the time? Why waste the next five years of your time with these two idiots? Right? They can't. Go, you know what I'm saying? No, I it's do. It's like how we felt. It's like how we felt when Westbrook. It, and they aren't these good, as good, a, you know, pair as these as Westbrook and uh, KD were. But it's like how I felt when I saw Oklahoma City lose the finals. Right? I went, yeah, okay, this doesn't work. You, this, these two aren't going to work. There's no need. There's no. There's no need to pretend like we're gonna like we're, we're gonna make yeah, this relationship work. Sergi Baca, you know, we had the. Oh my God, you remember we were doing ESPN Radio down here in Spartanburg. Spartanburg. And, and I'm not going to say the guy's name because you're going to know him. He's a really nice guy, but he was a huge OKC fan for some reason, probably because there's no other OKC fan in the state of South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he was one of those guys. So he he wanted to say, go look at Serge Ibaka's numbers. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame someday. Stop. Exactly. And I'm going, are you all right? Like, seriously, are you all right? Because you're playing with one guy who's an all-timer in KD, you got another guy here who's at least going to be in the Hall of Fame, and you're and you want to tell me Serge Ibaka 
is a future Hall of Famer. Give me yeah. a break. No, they're, they're, dude. They're... I'll go out there and average twelve a game playing with those two. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I, I, I do. I completely get so it. Like, like they, I really they, think it's a situation like that. That is. Don't, I mean, don't. No, I do. I, I, I think. I think that you know, you and I constantly talk about this. There are three or four contenders in the league, and then the rest of them are all pretenders who think that they are contenders. You know, right. and it's like it can be really, really, really delusional when you when you are a really competitive team and think you're there. And then you realize, uh, well, we're not, but it's only too late. Like I've said that about Charlotte. I've said that about a lot of these teams that think they're competitive. It's like if you're not win, if you're not playing to win championships, what are you doing? Because if this is entertainment, like I can go to the movies for that. Like, but, that, but that's not what these organizations are supposed to be doing. And I do think Washington is the closest there. I think Toronto is going to be close there too because I mean they have their own sort of issues, even though that they've gotten a little better. But Washington definitely is one of those teams where it's. Uh, this is only a matter of time before we blow it up. And I think the worst part is, uh, you know, John Wall, who's taken, who signed his contract extension recently, uh, is an extremely, extremely fun talent to watch. And it's like, I hate to see some of these guys sort of respectfully, uh, you know, time is never wasted, but like waste their time in DC when he can go somewhere else, you know, like CP three well, seemed to figure that know. out. I mean, John Wall's a great player. I, I guess I'm just wondering like, what would he look like on a good team? You know what I mean? Can he play with other good players? Oh, I, I think. I, well, listen, you and I, I have constantly. So. You and I have constantly or, talked or is about he John. Be Kevin Love you, coming out of Minnesota. No, with you. All those numbers. You and I have constantly talked about on the Olympic team. John Wall is the type of guy we would want. Like guy that plays yeah. defense, isn't looking to score first, gets everybody involved. Like I, again fantasy basketball here since that's what the Cavs basically did. Like that's the guy I want to lead the. Yeah, but to, you're to talking the Cavs. about Chris Paul. Yeah, I you're mean, right. Is John Wall gonna morph into Chris Paul all of a sudden? No, no, he's I don't not. See it? No, he's not. But but you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. You know, you whatever. well, well you know, back back to the Cavs. You don't you don't buy into them. You don't buy into this in in any sort of. Uh, you don't buy no. you don't buy into the hype no. here. Sample size, dude. And then and then the other thing is, honestly, guys, why are we having the All Star break after fifty games? This is ridiculous. Like, it is ridiculous. And I mean, to me, the NBA has to do something about that. And I know they want to get outside the Super Bowl, you know, and outside the NFL playoffs. And I, you this know, guy's so I tired. But I, but my God, I, that Celtics team. I just, I didn't even watch all. Like I, I got my computer out. I had my computer out. I'm like, yeah, I'm watching. I went it, to but sleep. I'm not really, I went to sleep, and I was like, yeah, I went because, to sleep, and was like, oh, did 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 they uh, did they win? It was oh. clear that only one team came to play. And mostly because those guys, they look worn out. The Celtics are going to be fine. They're young. We talked about this when I first saw them play, even, even um, you know, after the injury to uh, um, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Thank you. Um, I thought, I remember texting you saying, well, this, they, they look really good. They're going to be good next year. Like it wasn't this year anyway. So to me. So, well, I think I, look, I, I think I think it's brilliant. It's important that you say that, and I think it's important for people to understand that because everybody was saying, "Oh, how come they didn't make a move for Tyreek Evans? How come they didn't make a move no, for whoever?" Because Tyreek like, Evans doesn't beat the the Warriors. Yeah, why, why waste the pick? Yeah, like, why, exactly. like 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 why doesn't waste the pick? No, exactly. It doesn't do anything for you. You know, I mean, you would have to. I mean, if they could have added Anthony Davis somehow, now you're like, okay. 
But with the Boogie Cousins injury, that was, you know, that that dream has sailed. went out the door anyway. Right. But I mean, if you so if you were talking about that, I'm just saying that kind of caliber of player, right? Like you'd say, I can we can add Anthony Davis. I'd be like, um, uh, you okay. got to do that. You got to do a that. shot. Take a shot this year. Right. Because now you're saying I've got two Hall of Famers on this team in Kyrie and Anthony Davis. I've got the rookie of the year in Jason Tatum and I've got an improving Jalen Brown and you go, okay, uh, that's, we, that's, we roll with that this. is you assuming that you wouldn't have to give up Jason Tatum. Cause that's right. the first piece but you, you got to give up. If you would, I mean, I think, I, I think you're talking about at that point, I, I don't, I don't see Jason Tatum going anywhere. I think I see J, if, in that case, it would be Jalen Brown. Going Damn. Road. I like both of them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up either yeah, one. I do too. But that's not, that wasn't going to happen anyway. Don't, don't, don't take it literally. Like I'm, I'm saying, no, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Because I the, and the reason I'm saying that is because, you know, if you tell me we can get Blake Griffin, I'm going, no, don't do that. You see the difference? Yeah, no, 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 That's no, no, what no. I'm yeah, saying. and you and Blake you don't Griffin's go after Blake player, Griffin. But he's not Anthony. He's not a Hall of Famer. <clears throat> Anthony Davis caliber Hall of Famer, especially with that contract. I w- which leads right. to my next question: What's more surprising, the fact that Doc Rivers traded away his quote unquote franchise star, or Josh McDaniels spurning the Indianapolis Colts? Oh, which one were you more we surprised a, by? We got a cross sports. Uh, uh, comparison here, like well, well, you know, I, you I know, they were both either, extremely surprising, don't you think? I'm going to tell you that I was uh, on a scale of zero to a hundred, I was negative five surprised by both. Because I was I, okay. Because what that kind of tells me is, you know what? Maybe that whole altercation between the Rockets and the and uh, the Clippers and the whole drama in the back passageway to the locker room and everything. Maybe, maybe everybody involved really know that Blake Griffin was the catalyst for all of that. Like maybe everybody's <laughs> like, okay, you know what? He was kind of a jackass, you know? And Doc Rivers didn't throw him under the bus. He just went, we're not winning this year. Let's move some pieces. Let's get positioned. LeBron maybe wants to come to L.A. Maybe we can make a move there, whatever. Cold world, man. Cold world. He found out but on the Twitter. Other thing, the other thing with the Josh McDaniels thing, that's just, I mean, that's just pure uh, Belichickian politics right there to me. Both cold. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't get, I've never understood fans that attach some sort of moral judgment to people or moral it's something they assign some sort of morality to people that just because they're successful at something like you know what i mean like it's all relative know, as why, we why do i why why can't why can't josh mcdaniels be a, a man of his word and go to the you know like because, because the rules the rules yeah he's and the, a football coach and, and if the and if the rules don't permit it i mean honestly it was a matter right. of time it was a matter yeah. of time How much and i did they offer him yeah it's a matter you know, of time and i'm surprised that they, that this doesn't happen more Exactly. And it probably does. We just don't hear about it because, you know. It's Jim Ursay doesn't bitch about it? Oh, because Jim Ursay, you know, yeah, he has three I mean, drinks it, and he, why is it, three, he has three drinks and finds a microphone. Oh, that's a low blow. That's a low yeah. blow, Jim. Yeah, it's low. Almost as low as his head right now, snorting lines off a mirror. Hey, listen, but, but, but I mean, again, Jim Ursay being a, a valuable point of this conversation, why is it hard for people to believe that Josh McDaniels and the stability that he has in New England with Tom Brady, with Bill Belichick, just, just the culture of New England, why is it hard to believe that he maybe thought about Indianapolis 
living in Indianapolis and then thought about working for a franchise that, as you and I have discussed, is really a quarterback away from being the Cleveland Browns when it comes to dysfunction. I mean, this is the organization that has that has yet to allow their franchise quarterback to this point, and I, and I saw this report coming from the Indianapolis Star, a few other places, Andrew Luck is not throwing a football. He is throwing ping pong balls. He's working out with tennis balls, all this sort of stuff. I'm not lying here. So you're Can't telling you me – you're t- you just hear all of the like Indianapolis fans on talk radio out there going, well, he's throwing ping pong balls. That's got to be encouraging. Right? I mean, dude, it has been over a year. No, no. Throwing ping pong balls is not encouraging. Yeah, we're not we're not practicing for, for beer pong and flip cup over oh here, people. God. I mean, why? I love, I mean, Andrew Luck. I love Andrew Luck. So do too. I. But, 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 but my point being, no, Josh, I, Josh, I look. You don't think Josh McDaniels took into consideration how dysfunctional no. the Colts are as an organization? No, yeah, I don't think so at all. Here's what I think. I think he got a chance to be a head coach again. You usually, most coaches only get two shots to be a head coach. He probably went, okay, this is my shot, my second shot. And, um, you know, for money reasons, stability reasons, whatever it was, I mean, I'm sure they were going to pay him. I don't know what his contract was. He was going to get paid more as a head coach than, than an offensive coordinator. But he man. was going to—he was probably going to get three or four million dollars a year, right? I mean, yeah. You figure he was going to get that. Well, as opposed to I don't know what was he getting with the Patriots—seven hundred fifty grand or a million dollars or something like that. Like we're talking about, you know, a million dollars. Oh my God, how can I live on that? Right? No, I mean, I think what happened was he had this deal. He had worked it out. He gave them a verbal, okay, I think I'm coming. He went to talk to his boss. His boss said, we need to go talk to Mr. Kraft. They went to Mr. Kraft and Mr. Kraft for a variety of reasons uh, because he knows that he and Belichick had a disagreement over Brady. I don't care what either of them say. They definitely had a disagreement about that. And Garoppolo. Um, be, and Garoppolo. They, that, that, that's one situation to me. Brady Garoppolo is one situation. I, it's the first time I've seen this, but I think that the owner and the and the coach have a disagreement about that. Uh, I think that's real. <laughs> I think it's real that Belichick is sick of Brady's crap. I think that there is definitely a working relationship there that works because both of them are all-timers. But I think that there is something to the fact that Belichick is just sick of Brady's. He's sick of Alex Guerrero. He's sick of... Brady FaceTime. He's, he's, he's is, he, is, he, is he tired of Alex Guerrero and Tom Brady selling concussion water like Russell Wilson? Oh, I know, exactly. Like, yeah, rub it, rub it, rub it on your uterus. It'll, <laughs> it'll make it, you know, I, I don't know. I think that's something to that. I also think that there's with with Kraft, who's a very smart man, there's something to and but but very sort of old school. I think every chance he gets to screw Indianapolis, he's going to simply oh, because of Deflate game. Absolutely. Why, why wouldn't you? About why wouldn't you think, screw with him? I think over. Robert Kraft is a serious guy, and he looks at Jim Ursay as a giant boob with money and goes, Yeah, you know what? You know what I mean? Like, there's not. So, uh, you know, I think for a variety of reasons, Kraft said, Double his money. Keep him here because I'm going to, he's my next head coach anyway. Now, I'm not saying he made that guarantee, but I'm, I'm in his mind, I'm sure that's what he's thinking, right? No, I would I would absolutely think so. I would absolutely think, A, I don't want to lose Josh McDaniels to this guy, and then if I can screw them over on the way, on top of 
regular variables in the sense that you, again, you and I have discussed off off the podcast. Tom Brady, I mean, how many offensive coordinators is Tom Brady going to even legitimately listen to? He's worked with Josh McDaniels. There's a system there. I mean, there's some cohesion there in 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 not uniformity, but in what you know. I just think a lot of this was a lot more reasonable than people think. I just think people got pissed because they're like, oh, he should be well, doing this. He should they be doing hate the that. Patriots. Yeah, yeah, doesn't it all, doesn't mean, it all revolve back to that? Doesn't it always yeah, revolve back to hate for the Patriots? The case. No, it's always the case. The teams that are on top eventually, you know, it's always a feel-good story for them when they get there, but then everybody ends up hating them. It was the same with the Cowboys in the early 90s. It, you know, it's the same with the it was the same with the uh, Redskins and the and the Raiders and, you know, you get all these teams that are successful and they have their core fans. But other than that, everyone else, you know, wants to hate on them. And that's fine. I mean, that's kind of how that's human nature. We don't like people winning all the time. No, no, no. People, people get you know, winners fatigue. If that's the case, just beat them. Right. So, I mean, are you, I, I, I do have a question for you though. I mean, going into next year, you, you know, you have Josh McDaniels and, you know, I'm going to ask you a hypothetical here, but like, would you, not a hypothetical, but would you rather have Tom Brady or by the money and you know by the money the 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 best and highest paid quarterback in NFL history now and Jimmy Garoppolo what, what what's going on in San Francisco i mean how easy is it to go out play six games and then be the highest paid quarterback or get the richest contract in NFL history jim yeah and i think it's all guaranteed too isn't it well it's 70 million of it is guaranteed 70 is guaranteed but it's 137 like the, yeah it's the highest contract in NFL 7 and a half million dollars a year off of six games yeah. So I think um, that tells me a couple things. Number one, San Francisco is stupid. Had a, they haven't had a quarterback in a very, very, very long time. Because if you think about it, um, Colin Kaepernick had the one good year, the year that all the scrambling quarterbacks came out, right? Yep. With Russell Wilson and RG3 and, and so forth. And that's fine. But then he regressed. You know, teams kind of figured that out. Um, you know, before him, Alex Smith was not even Alex Smith in KC. He was not a great quarterback. Alex Smith is a weird guy. I mean, he had to be 30 years old before he was a decent quarterback. Well, John Harbaugh um, is also the quarterback whisperer and brought the best out of both of them. I think that's right. I mean, I think that's right. And then before that, I mean, you got to go back to like Steve Young before you get to a decent quarterback in San Francisco. So I think they they saw what they saw. Kyle, you know, Bill Belichick has a lot of respect for Kyle Shanahan. Um, I think that he, I think that Shanahan saw enough out of Garoppolo and probably heard enough out of Garoppolo to know, okay, he's the real deal. Smart decision. I think it has to be, yeah. You think so? I think it does. I do because because money. Who knows about the money? Money's stupid in sports anyway. Yeah. So you don't. You can't judge the decision on that. Um, if you tell me, if you told me before the season that Garoppolo was going to go to another team and get seventy million guaranteed, I would be like, yeah, that's probably right. Because what's coming out in the draft that you can bank on? Not we a damn know. thing. Right. No one knew about Carson Wentz before this year. You know what I mean? No, yeah, him, I, but, but 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 even but, but even no, you know, but, but even 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 compared to Carson Wentz and um, you know, old buddy out in in, in Los Angeles, I'm losing. Oh, Jared Goff, like those yeah, Jared those Goff. those even no one knew 
Nobody knew what they were going to be, but they were covered. We well, we didn't kill Jericho. We killed the Rams for that. Pick well, but but, but that's but 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 even 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 looking back at it, they were coveted college quarterbacks. Like none of the quarterbacks right now are coveted college quarterbacks. You understand what no. I'm saying? Like yeah, like I do. like those two at least coming out of college, people were like, oh wow, these guys were great. Well, da, they da, were da, da, re- da. Yeah, they considered them big time. You we don't even have that in this. You're telling me Josh Allen out of Wyoming is a quarterback everybody wants? You're telling yeah, me you're, you're telling you're I telling me know. the uh, Johnny Manziel 2.0 out of Oklahoma is what everybody wants? Like this year looks like it's going to be a disaster show waiting to happen. So I do yeah, agree with I, you. If you, you if you feel like you can get some stability out of the quarterback position, I do, again, because the money is stupid. But you and I have constantly brought it up, and you hear the old trope slash cliche over and over and over again. If you don't have a quarterback, you can't win. Jimmy G does look like he's that guy. I think so, and I also think that the way the rules are going, the way the games are being called um, – are are making quarterbacks better than they would have been even five or ten years ago. It, you understand? So in the sense that you you can't touch them, you can't touch them. There's like a, there's like a, a a twelve by twelve inch window where you can hit a quarterback. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. You can't even fall into their legs without drawing a fifteen yard penalty. Um, you know, personal foul penalty or roughing the passer penalty or whatever. Uh, you know the rule, the, and then also the 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 referees in the Super Bowl was not an indication of this, but the regular season was. The referees seem to call a lot of stuff that looks like things that should just be let go. In the sense that if two guys are going down the field, as you see these on go routes all the time, two guys going down the field, the wide receiver gets some separation. The ball gets into the air. The cornerback makes up the difference, and they both got their hands out, and they're both sort of trying to get the ball. And you know, offensive—that's that's a defensive pass interference, right? Yeah, it's it's built for offense. And, and sometimes I think—I mean, I'm not trying to sound like the old man again, but I still think I think sometimes if if it's if that's going both ways like that, that you gotta let that go because who knows who's who's pulling who. You got to let the kids that, play. Got to let the kids play. Which I liked in the Super Bowl. My problem with the Super Bowl was... The Patriots um, lost. Well, yeah. <laughs> but also, you can't you can't not call offensive holding for an entire game for both teams. That's just dumb. And, you know, there were points in the game where I went, okay, that's holding. It does, And for both teams, and it doesn't get called. I mean, if that's part of the game, that has to be part of the game. You understand what I'm saying? No, I do. Take, you can't take the defense out completely. That's, that is much more reasonable than some of the uh, other explanations I've heard from Boston and New England fans about, you know, trick plays, you know, whatever. I think you and I both well, both disagree yeah, I, on, on the sort of art of the catch in the NFL, but those weren't I, – I mean, I don't think the refs had the cojones, onions, whatever – they weren't going to overturn calls. No. That's Not on that, that stage. No, I mean, they blew the second, the, the, the second touch, or the, the, not the second touch, and the first one where the guy was clearly out of bounds. And oh, Colette? Clearly being juggled. And yeah, that was not a touchdown. I'm fine with the other one because I thought that was a bogus call all, all you know, when it happened against Pittsburgh. I, I just think you got a guy, you, it, this goes back to the Des Bryant 2014 catch 
because it was a catch against Detroit. That's okay? all. This, this is this is where it starts and ends. Okay. Always. He caught the ball, and because he is a great athlete, in the likes of which none of us can even understand, in midair, in a split second, less than a split second, he caught the ball and reached it out. You can see it on the film. He caught the ball. So you can't, you don't punish people for making athletic plays. And if they had taken that play away from Ertz over the middle, I would have been like, that was wrong, even though it would have benefited. The it would have been consistent. But it exact. Well, I don't know. To me, he took three steps and dove. No, 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 no. I, I, I listen, I, I think it would have been the wrong call. It would have been consistent with the sort of what they've done. To see them screw that up. Though. Yes. Yeah, totally. No, I, com- so, I, I completely agree with that. So, so, yeah, I mean, I think that the game, the way it is called, makes quarterbacks better than they would have been, you know, 20 years ago. That you don't have to be as accurate. You'd, you know, so much of the offense in today's NFL game is premised on send the ball down the field so we can get a, a, offensive pa- a defensive pass interference. Like it's you can see teams do it. Just float it up just to get a call. Yeah, because there we, saw a few, we, saw a, we saw that a few. We saw that we saw that a few times. We saw that in a few times in the uh, in the AFC Championship. I'm sorry, the AFC oh. Divisional Round between uh, the Jaguars and and the Steelers. Yes, yes, we did Be- because the Jaguars don't have anyone that can make that throw or make that. Catch. I was about to say more importantly, they don't have anybody that can make that throw. Right, but. They still took shots down the field because of the way the game is called. And see, that that's the hard part. That's what we didn't see coming with replay. What has happened is, so years ago, I'm not saying this was the right way to call the game, but I think I understand it uh, better when games are called like this, as I'm going to explain that is. Years ago, there was the sense that, okay, uh, we have Roger Staubach on the field today. He's getting the benefit of the doubt because he's Roger Staubach. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I think it's more okay. Blake Bortles shouldn't get that kind of deference. <laughs> but you know why he does though, Jim? Because the quarterbacks right. make the money. It's a quarterback league now. Yeah, but you got to no, protect. You got to protect the money. No, no, he gets the deference because um, because replay is frame by frame by frame slowed down to the point of you know diminishment that these referees do and don't make calls based on the fact i think that off the second look yes and so yeah i think they go it's like it's like the strike zone in in um let's take another look let's take another look how it used to be exactly it's revisionist history the, the worst thing about baseball is they put the strike zone box up at first i thought oh this is cool and then after a while, you start thinking about it. You go, no, I don't want this up. Because you know what? I want – so, for example um, – But what you want to be mad about, Jim? Like, I mean, I, you know, I've had this conversation with multiple people. I had this conversation with Lauren's dad, who used to be a baseball coach. And, uh, you, know, I, you know, the question I always ask is, like, what do you want to be mad about? Do you want to be mad about human error? Or do you want to be mad about the fact that they got it right, but it, 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 it's, it's, it is not how it used to be? No, I – I think that I don't think those are mutually exclusive. I don't think that's a zero sum comparison is what I'm saying. I think that if I think that if if Steve Carlton is on the mound, yeah, he's going to get he's going to get 2 inches off the black because he's Steve Carlton. Okay? 
or or a more recent example you know i i i you know if uh, mariano rivera comes in in the ninth and is throwing that cutter an inch off the black because that's where it breaks he's still going to get that strike because he's mariano rivera that's how that works you know if, if i mean if tony gwynn is up in the bottom of the ninth with the bases loaded and takes ball four Unless that ball is straight down the middle, that's a ball. I, I get what you're saying. What, and, and, and so I'm not saying you tilt the game so heavily towards your towards people like that. What I'm saying is as, a, as an official, you have to understand that, that you, you are there to keep the game within the boundaries, not to be inside the boundaries with the players all the time. I understand that because I've pl- I've played, but I'm also an umpire. I umpire sports down here uh, in baseball. That'll surprise you, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I go through this all the time because you'll get I'm, travel ball, fourteen year old travel ball. The baseball is they're playing real baseball. Yeah. And kids will throw that low, knee high, off the plate, outside pitch, and they'll throw it straight as an arrow, right? Just fire it in there. The catcher holds it there. I don't. I never give him that pitch. <laughs> I'll never give it to him because it's not on the plate. Okay, uh, give him. And give him. Greg Maddox. Give Give the kids a Put good frame. Give the kids a good frame. If they want to frame the pitch. Give Give the fourteen year old kids some I'll, credit. I'll let them frame it. You know the pitch. I will give them. I'll give them the black on the inside. Yeah. The one that sends the batters jumping out of the way because <laughs> they don't see inside pitches. That's a strike. Okay. 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 You see but, what I'm saying? I'm saying, I'm saying, if you're standing there at three and two, I did this to a kid. Oh, he lost his mind. I was, he was standing there three and two, bases loaded, late in the game. Pitcher's throwing all kinds of junk up there. It's a full count, and the the pitcher had been trying to throw curveballs all game long, right? And not one of them had been a strike. Like he'd probably tried to break off a dozen curveballs at this point in the game and couldn't get it over the plate. Yeah. He breaks off a curveball, starts at the kid's shoulder, and breaks right over the middle of the plate. I wrung his I wrung his ass up. He was jumping and yelling. Now, was that a strike? Well, it it was close, okay? But that ball landed in the catcher's mitt in the heart of the plate, and that kid was standing there looking for a walk. Guess what? You're out. Well, you know, if I had, you know, if I can argue balls and strikes, I'm going to do it in my favor so I can get it. I get what you're saying. I do. I I just, I don't know, man. That's what I want out of NFL referees, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, NFL referees, didn't they just start getting paid full time? Like, didn't they just start doing this full time? I mean, what, what can I expect from these guys who are doing God knows what during the week? You know, I. I just want I just want some consistency. That's all I want in my relationships. That's all I want in my See, life. That's all no, I want with I, us, Jim. Just... I understand that, man. But I'm saying, yeah, consistency's great. But you know what? I really don't want you. You know what? I don't want more than I don't want inconsistency. I don't want a referee taking a catch away from Des Bryant. I don't want a referee looking at a ball going down the field, and the guy obviously catches it, and then you know, takes the game away from a team because he dove for the end zone and the ball popped out 
Yeah, no, I hear you. That's what I don't want. Yeah, well, do you think they'll change the rule? Because I'm definitely in the boat yes. of thinking that they will they change the rule. I, no, I, think this is, I think this is the year that it's going to happen, too. I do, too, because this nonsense about you're a wide receiver or or It's ridiculous. Back, what are we you're, doing you're, here? You're a running back now, but, but, but you were a wide receiver. Give me a break. Just make the rule, you know, that's the part I want consistency on. No, I, and, and I think they will change the rule this year because, again, we've seen significant moments, not just in the regular season, but in the playoffs. What do you got against Indianapolis? Uh, oh, my God. Well, you know, the clam did did start in Indiana. So, you Why know, I... Why not on a body of water, man? Uh, yeah, I mean, do you want to live in Indianapolis, Jim? <laughs> no. Exactly. I don't, dude. I don't want to live in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Indi- I just, you know, I just against the Colts, really against all of their sports. Uh, everybody wants to bounce from there. Nobody wants to stay there. Nobody goes I think to Frank Indiana. Frank Reich is probably going to do a, as decent a job as anyone could I, have. I do think he will. I do think he will do a good job. And I do but think. They, that- I mean. I don't think they, they don't have a quarterback. So I don't know what, I mean, unless they got Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett comes along. Yeah. I know. I, I know. I, I do think I, I, I will say this though. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that it's not more alarming. I don't, I would not be surprised if this Andrew Luck situation uh, gets a little worse before it gets lawsuit, better, man. I mean, well, honestly, this is, this is a lawsuit. Yeah, this is, yeah. So someone's getting sued. Like Andrew Luck's people are going to sue somebody about this med- the medical attention he didn't get. Or this did doesn't get this or doesn't whatever. feel right. Like this doesn't, doesn't feel like no. it's going to end very well. No, this reminds me of the, how Terry Bradshaw's career ended. Um, although Andrew Luck never had the length of Terry Bradshaw's career, but at the end of Terry Bradshaw's career, he had an arm injury. I forget what it was, like his elbow, or it was something like that. And he sat out and it, like Elvis Gerback who you will remember because he's the dad of a good football player, but he wasn't a very good football player. <laughs> played with, like, the backup quarterback. And he played for the Steelers, I think this was 80, the season after they won their fourth Super Bowl. Yeah. So that would have been, I think, the season of 81, 80, 1980 season. So they won the 1980 Super Bowl and then the following season. So Terry Bradshaw's hurt, can't play. He comes back for one of the games towards the end of the season to see if he can play the last four and get them into the playoffs and so forth. Right. Cause it's still a pretty good team. Yeah. He comes out and it's immediately obvious what the difference is. He's throwing the ball all over the place. He's doing really well down to the goal line. It's like a goal line play, maybe a, you know, on the five yard line, he's, he's, he steps back and uh, it's a shallow cross by, I think the tight end coming across, but that's a pass that you really got to zip in there. Okay. Because the linebackers are all over the place and everything else. Terry Bradshaw zips the ball in there. They got the touchdown. He's out of the game, never plays again. It was like, it was like when he had to put real pressure on the ball, like short arm, zip it in there, screwed his arm up. And it's almost like, I feel like this is what we're going to find with like Andrew Luck. I hope not. I hope not either. But like, he's going to come back and play like a a really good quarter and a half. And then he's going to make one throw and he's going to be done. It's going to be done. And, and, yeah. and, and again, I hope that's not the case. I hope not what, either. That is what it feels like. Yeah, no, it, it definitely felt like that, especially when I was listening to that report today, just because it's like, dude, like how could, why is this not being talked about more? Like, why is it not being talked about? Not just sort of the misdiagnosis, but they let him play like six games last year or, or yeah, they, they, was, they kept him active brutal. for six games. And it's like, what do we, what, how, how did, 
how did the NFL let an organization screw it up this badly? You know, I would expect this out of, you know, a dumpster fire like Cleveland, but, you know, I, 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 I just hope that it does not turn out bad for Andrew Luck because he has been such a serious talent. You know, I want to I shift gears for a second for you, uh, you know, be, with you, Jim, because you brought something up earlier in Alex Smith, who is now part of Washington's football team as he leaves one racist moniker to another one uh, as he leaves Kansas City. Um <laughs> You know, Kirk Cousins is virtually... I don't think that's analogous. I understand the general reference, but (laughs) I'm going to take issue with that in the sense that... (laughs) You're not going to take the bait there? The Chiefs Uh are not to the degree of offensive as Redskins, okay? Can we just... Can we all stop being jackasses and be offended at everything equally? You want to know something funny? Can you hear me on this, man? No, no, I can't. That was that was that was just a low blow that I wanted to take. Speaking of, uh, you know, just 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 complete outrage. Uh, I saw that there was a petition for the Peter Rabbit movie. Um, oh God, I know I saw <laughs> because Peter Rabbit throws a berry at one of the bad guys, knowing he's allergic to it, and it and it is. The, the the petition is against bullying against food allergy oh, and it's God. calling for a boycott. Yeah. They didn't grow up in the same neighborhood I did. You took care of, you took advantage of every single <laughs> thing you knew. Yeah. Are you give me a oh my God. We're mad oh about my God. Hey, we're mad about talking CGI rabbits throwing berries in a movie. Yeah. That's, that's where we're at in twenty eighteen. That is um, where we're at it. You know, there's legit. This is the problem. That's, uh, you know, people should be legitimately offended by, uh, by this tax plan in polo shirts with tiki torches. You should be offended by that. Yeah. Okay. Peter Rabbit, not so much. Yeah. Okay. There are a lot more not things so to be offended by. Please. Uh, especially with you know this this infrastructure plan that uh, was just given to us. Infra- yeah. Infrastructure. <laughs> the one that That's guts what... the ACA. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We got to get rid of PBS, man. They're a drain. They're absolutely dr- a drain. Well, you know, you know what? You know what, how that Bert and Ernie are obviously a gay couple, and we can't, we can't have, have that for have the them kids in front of a kids. We man. cannot can't have that for it. the kids. You know, and 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 the president that that loves that loves cops is uh, slashing funding for cops by fifty million or something like that. I mean, it's all it's 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 all a shit show at this point. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> But, yes, it is. But, but speaking of another shit show in D.C., um, Washington, you know, Kirk Cousins is gone or or, or yeah, seemingly is gone. Someone. Well, do you think that Dan Snyder is stupid enough to franchise tag Kirk Cousins in no, order to I get don't. some in order to get some value back through a trade? I don't I can't imagine it. I mean, I say that. Nah, think go, about well, it. Yeah, think about I, it. Think about it. No. I can't imagine it. How sweet would it be, though, Jim? How sweet would it be to see Washington uh, put all that money into Alex Smith and then franchise that Kirk Cousin and have like seventy percent of their, uh, you know, seventy percent of their roster money in two guys? Yeah, well, they're gonna suck anyway. So I don't know. I don't know. They're not gonna do that. They're just, they're just not gonna do that. That would be. Because they just set themselves up. Because and then then what? So then Kirk Cousins makes what twenty five million to sit on the bench? No, thirty. Is it? It's well, thirty. No, it's the top. It's the top 
It's the average of the top five salaries. Well, right? well, well, it would be under normal circumstance, but this okay. would be this would be oh, the no, third franchise. That's right. That's right. It's that's right. It it, it that accelerates. I mm-hmm. forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Tell me you're not wishing for that. Because I am. Oh, I hope they do. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive us, Stephen. Forgive us, Stephen. My buddy Stephen's a Washington fan. He I'm, hates to admit it. I'm in, which... fact, in fact, he was up here for the Super Bowl. He was, we had a little Super Bowl party here. He was here. He was more upset about the Patriots' loss than I was because it means that he has to listen to Eagles fans Ooh. endlessly now. Yeah. 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 The Eagles are here to stay for a little bit, don't you think? Well, I mean, we <laughs> – we thought that defense was pretty good. I, of course, you know. Again, I definitely thought they were done not. with Nick Foles. Like I thought they were done. Yeah, I don't know. That's he made some throws. I did. I don't know, Aaron. Again, we're talking small sample size, right? They got hot at the right for moment five, for five games. Call it that. They got hot for like five, six games. Anyone can get hot for six games. Okay. Not the Jets. Uh, we not suck. the Jets. Yeah, right. The Jets do suck. Um, so I don't know if Nick Foles is a product of he got hot for six games or if he can really make these throws now. Because if he can, you know, then they need they need to seriously consider getting something for him if Car- uh, Carson Wentz can come back. But I'm not certain that Carson Wentz st- starts the season. Um, well, that was the grand question. Do you see Nick Foles yeah. as the starter, as the backup, or on another team? Yeah, I, I think we're not going to know till August. I think that I think that if Carson Wentz can go right out of camp, Nick Foles, Foles gets traded. Um, if he can't, I think they they try this for a year. They just roll with this for a year, especially if Foles comes out and plays well. You know, if Foles comes out and is... And is I'm not you with know. you in that camp, Jim. Well, if I, Foles I, comes out and he's two and three in the first five games... You bench him. And Carson Wentz is ready to go, then, yeah. then it's different. Like, this is Carson Wentz's team. Like, he, I don't... It's not going to take him going LeBron mode, calling himself the leader of the team for... No, but he can't, But if he can't go, Aaron, he can't, he can't go. Yeah. I mean, that's a serious injury he had. You're talking about him coming back in eight months, nine months. Hey, uh, Deshaun Watson is out here running. I know. I hope he comes back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, my money is on Nick Foles starting the first game for the Eagles this year. That's that's if you push me to a decision, that's what I say. Okay, okay. I was just wondering because you know everybody seems to be swapping quarterbacks. Last thing I want to last thing I want to close out on because we're talking quarterbacks here. Obviously, I don't know if you watched GMA this morning, but Johnny Manziel is on the uh, revamp tour. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I watched Good Morning America just to see Johnny Manziel. You know that I tune in for that every day. Well, you know, Johnny Manziel revealed he was uh, diagnosed with bipolar disorder. He's been taking medication. He's cleaned up his act. He's not snorting cocaine, apparently. He's not snorting cocaine off of hookers. Um, I think that makes him more interesting, not less. Well, I can't comment on that. <laughs> uh, but it seems like there's conversation going about Johnny Manziel making a comeback. I don't like snorting cocaine off of hookers. My problem is he was snorting cocaine on Instagram. Yeah, See, that's not smart. Listen, man. That's dumb. 
Listen, listen, Jay-Z said it best in my day when you were talking Instagram, last thing you wanted was your picture taken. You know, the the game is just different now. You know, everybody wants to put everything on Snapchat. You think Johnny Manziel? Oh, my God. Snapchat is a cesspool. It is an absolute cesspool. There's no reason to be on Snapchat. I don't know anything about anything. I just stay in the house and do nothing. In your lane. Yes. Stay in your lane, dog. I, I listen to Big – listen, <laughs> if there's anything I respect about Big Baller Brand, it's I stay in my lane. Uh, stay in you, your lane. You think – good Lord, Ben Simmons. Do you think Johnny Manziel winds up on a team? Do you think it's legitimate that teams yeah, may be Canada. interested? Well, they, well, well there's there's a contract already waiting for him. But do you don't think yeah. he, you don't think he ever plays another snap in the NFL? I don't. I don't. Not now. Not, not ever. I, I wouldn't say – Never. Do you think he plays a game in the NFL before Colin Kaepernick? Yes. Yeah, I think Cap's done. So do I. I don't think he ever plays again. I don't think so either. And and uh, yeah, I, I just don't know I, how I I don't I I don't know if I even care. I think what I care about is that he didn't get a shot to play again. Yes. I think that's what bothers. And me. I think I think for me it's it's the same boat in the sense of Johnny Manziel was out here doing cocaine and had a domestic no, abuse charge see, against him. No, no, you're, I already know where you're going. Finish your thought, but you, you've already lost me. Why? How? Because I don't care. I don't care what he does. This is the problem. No, 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 no. But you, but you need to understand. You need to understand where I'm going. It's not necessarily that he did what he did. The problem that I have is. What we as NFL fans, and especially these NFL owners, are willing to accept. Like, to, no. me, to, to, to me, if you're willing to accept the fact that somebody has whatever issues and does whatever they have done, and willing, and willing to give them a shot, why doesn't Colin Kaepernick deserve a I, shot? Because I don't care, and neither do they. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, I think it but does. Brett Favre is sending dick pics to someone half his friggin' age. But that's my point. Do you think if he won eleven games with the Jets that year, they would have it would have been a, a, the uproar that it was? No, no. But that's my point, Jim. Like Who that, cares? that, that, that is that but is. Colin that, Kaepernick has demonstrated that he can't play anymore. Wait, that's, whoa, 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 whoa! Listen so, to let me finish. That's what he has demonstrated to NFL coaches. You ask NFL coach. Do I think that? No. I. That's what I just said. I just said I wish he'd have another shot. Let's make sure. But as far as the NFL coaches are concerned. He can't play anymore because he's demonstrated that he's not a good quarterback. So you're okay? t- so so, which brings up my you're, point. You're comparing him to Johnny Manziel and I, and saying, but Johnny Manziel didn't play last year either. I, okay? I you and I agree on that point. Okay. What what I'm so saying is though, the moral attaching a moral judgment to a player's ability to play a position based on their behavior, while you're free to do that has no bearing on whether or not they can play the game. That's not that is not ultimately what I'm trying to bring up. That is not. What I am saying is it seems to me that people believe that it, it, or the rhetoric is growing that Johnny Manziel can help you win a game more than Colin Kaepernick. I don't hear that. I haven't heard that. Well, if he's given a chance, and even if, if he can, who cares? Because both of them suck. Well, and you and I agree there. I, like I am not in the boat of thinking Colin Kaepernick. Argue, well, but that's what I'm saying. We're not arguing whether Drew Brees or Tom Brady's a better guy. Yeah, and, and, and again, I, I'm not. Because, I, I'm not. Because I'm not. They're great. Yes, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing either one of those. 
What Listen, I'm if you want to if you want to be sick to your stomach. But but, but, but Jim, hear me out here. Hear me out here. What I'm saying is, it seems to me that, and you and I agree, neither one of them are great because you and I spoke before and saying, uh, uh, if Colin Kaepernick was good enough, like he would he would be in the league. Uh, like that is that is something I wholeheartedly believe. But what I am asking is, if neither one of these quarterbacks can play, why is the rhetoric seeming to grow that Johnny Manziel will have a better chance than Colin Kaepernick? I don't, I don't believe it is. You just said you felt like Johnny is. Manziel would, would play in the, in the league before Colin Kaepernick, though. Why is that? Well, he is younger, one. Is he better? Um, He's not worse. They're both terrible. <laughs> so why? Based was... on their... So why based on their past experience? So but then if the only determining factor is age, then it makes more sense that Manzel would have a better shot at playing than Kaepernick. But but Kaepernick I don't 30. Manzel's what, 27 or something? But but that is my point. I don't I don't think I think there's more to it than that. I think it's more to I, it, I think I think there's more to it than that, which is ultimately my, my, my largest point. Well, it might be, but you're using the wrong argument to make that point. If you're gonna say Colin Kaepernick was blackballed, yes. He was. And if you're going to say Johnny Manziel has not been blackballed, that is also correct. But those are two co-occurring events. I don't see the connection. Well, no. Okay? Well, well, I don't listen. The, the 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 sort of flowing morality of either one of them is not is is, is again not my argument for why one no, should be in the league and why should not. The NFL people in the NFL have decided that one form of behavior is more acceptable than the other you're trying to make the argument that they're more comfortable with people snorting cocaine on instagram than they are with a person um using the um platform of the nfl to advance their idea of social justice you're that's what you're saying sure feels like it in this case you know what else if you roll a die six you know if you roll a six-sided die there's a chance that you're going to get a number one through six Okay, you're not that's I understand what you're saying. But what I'm saying is you're trying to use some sort of look. If Colin Kaepernick was a top five quarterback in the NFL, he would have a job today. It's it's a it's convenient that he's not because then they can just say, no, we're not going to give him a shot. You and I you and I agree there because because I think I think again, different position. But Chris Long Use his platform all year, but he's he is good enough to be on a team. My question, right, and he also right, exactly. My my right. my question is in in two plus other you know reasons why he doesn't play quarterback. Yes, I mean, <laughs> you know that's different. I I I am just curious why are we so willing to let Johnny Manziel back into the arms of the NFL community? I do, and I, but that's not. what I'm saying. I don't know. If, I don't think we are. I mean, who are these teams? He couldn't make it in Cleveland. Like, where do you go after that? <laughs> Indianapolis. <laughs> you know I mean, like, if you can't make it in Cleveland, uh, you know, pack your bags, pack something warm, and head to. Head to the hinterlands <laughs> in the Saskatoon. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh-huh, I mean, uh-huh. I, I don't know what the you know. I just I don't. I understand what you're saying. I'm not, I, but I just I don't. There's nothing there. There's not. You. I just think it's a tempest in a teacup. I guess I. You know. I just. I just think. I think it's a curious case in the sense of. 
Um, I, I, well, I'm curious to see where this sort of rehabilitation tour goes. And I, no pun intended there, uh, the sort of revamp of Johnny Manziel's uh Well, I mean, he's trying to get a job. Way. Yeah. I mean, he's probably, you know, probably... There's probably a book being written right now, and, and most I, written and, for him. And I you know? listen, and listen, and, and and don't take this as I don't think Johnny Menzel doesn't deserve another chance. If there's anything that I well, who cares? Maybe he doesn't. I mean, I think if he's, I think, I think if he's, a, I think if he's good enough, then sure, why not? Yeah, I don't see that, but I guess, yeah, I I, I guess so, but I don't, I just don't think, I just don't, I think this is. I don't think that they belong in an analogy together. I just don't. I think it's different. I think it's completely different. I really do. I... Look, you can't – there's a couple of problems here that never get addressed. First of all, Colin Kaepernick, who I support, and I support uh, not only his work but his right to say uh, and do whatever he wants with his uh, free speech, right – that's fine. On the other hand, I also understand that in this country, and I'm not saying I agree with this, but I'm going to tell you this is how it is. You know, if you are an employee and you do something that the employer doesn't want you doing on his time, he can tell you to do that, even if it, in your mind, violates your free speech rights. Yes. We allow that in this country. Yes, we okay? do. Yes, we do. Because we have decided that your rights are not as important as the money you're getting from somebody to work for them. Yes. Okay. That con that, that, that you as an employee have either signed or verbal or what, or made a tacit contract with your employer. And that means that the employer can decide the things you're allowed to do and not allowed to do. Okay. So in a sense, the NFL, the larger NFL, not giving Kaepernick a, a, a another shot while I think is wrong and I think is it is based in a long history of treating black players different than white players, I, I, I on some level sort of understand that this is in, in, a, in a more general sense that this is an employer just saying, I don't want to hire this guy. And his skill isn't what's important to me. Okay? Now, I don't think that's right in this case, but I understand it where you, if you, if you, but if you look at the Manziel situation, you go, okay, I am uncomfortable with this guy's behavior on his own time. But if he is not exhibiting that behavior anymore, what other reasons do I have not to have him work for me? That's different. It's just, it's apples and oranges. Okay, that's the problem I have with your analogy or your comparison. I think your analogy is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's because it is. Then I don't know, man. It's all good. You know, I was looking, dude. I, I was, I was looking at. Um, I don't know why I did this, but something about the budget debate. And I was on CNN on because I can't watch it. It just makes me crazy. And so I was on CNN and I'm going like paging through and they got like they had this report like this report that um, global warming was accelerating now <laughs> that like even though. Yeah. 
I mean, and I'm going, and I'm thinking to myself the whole time, I'm going, you know, it gets to the point where nobody hears any of this anymore. No. Because, because it's like every day you just get blasted with it, right? And so, yeah, since 1980s have risen nine inches or something like that, and every no one seems to understand that if they rise nine inches on average, that means in warm weather climates the, they've actually risen much higher because, you know, freshman year physics, uh, physical sciences, warm water takes up more space <laughs> than cold water. Yes. Anyway, and I'm go and I'm thinking about this, and I'm going, and then I'm going, you know, I I think. I'm, and I'm thinking about this now compared, you know, with what we're talking about with Kaepernick and Manziel, it gets to the point where you just, I don't think people even hear it anymore. No. Because they, because all they really want to do in their lives because they're tired and, you know, they're working crappy jobs and, you know, whatever. And the American dream is a long way away for them. I think they just want to sit and watch football. They want to escape. Yeah. And I had this conversation with someone last week who doesn't understand the sort of, you know, I mean, in sort of this sort of faux liberal anger, uh, they don't understand that some people just want to escape. Um, you know, I think where you and I, or I can't speak for you, one of the things that we have spoken about is that <clears throat> the illusion of escape is something that gets people or pacifies people. Um, but. I guess in a, in a, in a, I don't want to be morbid here. There is no escape in some sense, but you know, people do what they do to try to get away from whatever reality. So I, I get it. I do. Um, yeah. and, and I think there is some legitimacy there. There's a lot of legitimacy there, but, um, I just don't believe, and maybe I'm young and dumb and we'll figure okay. it out sooner or later. Um, I just don't think there is an escape from the realities that <clears throat> we culturally, uh, or just face on an everyday basis. It, in our sports anymore. I just don't think that. I think those days are gone. And I think in truth, a, a, a lot of those days were a myth in general, in some sense. No, I don't disagree with you there. I, I don't. But you're not going to move people on that, I don't think. I think... I think oh, well, I, I've, I've accepted that. I mean, you gotta, you gotta kind of... You kind of just gotta go along with the flow here a little bit. And you hope for... You know, like I was reading, I'm reading this book right now. <laughs> no, I'm reading this book. It's called Now, The Physics of Time. Yeah. It's by uh, Richard Muller. He's a uh, kind of famous physicist. Anyway, he's talking about how they were trying to figure out why time moves forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Eddington's arrow of time. And Eddington said, the reason time moves in a specific direction is because of entropy. You've heard that before, right? Yes. Like the, the the second law of thermodynamics, the universe tends towards entropy. Well, that's not really the case. So that you know, they found since Eddington's time in the 1920s or whatever, like whatever. So anyway, <clears throat> so this guy is talking about uh, quantum arrow. He's saying he's going. So the reason we know time moves the way that it does and not into the past, like why can't we remember the future? Or, you know, why aren't we forecasting the past or so forth? But even though I would argue we do forecast the past, but that's a separate argument. Um, he's saying, how does that happen? Well, you have antimatter and matter. And I know you like that because that's a Star Trek reference. So yeah. you have antimatter <laughs> and matter, but you have a little bit, just a, in, a teeny, teeny bit more of matter than antimatter. Yeah. <laughs> 
And because we have that teeny, teeny, teeny bit more, that means the universe expands instead of contracting. <laughs> and because it expands, it's not just space that's expanding. It's time that's expanding because it's space-time, not yep. just space or time. It's four-dimensional. And he's saying the difference is that little bit of matter. Mm. Yeah. So it's just a little bit. You just got to make – you know, you just got to make a little bit of a difference. Yeah, I guess. Or not. Or not. Because if you don't, if you don't, then we're all living in the past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a while to get to that punchline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I knew we were setting up for something. Oh I didn't know what it was. Oh, my God. Last... You, know, you, put up, you put up with a, a lot today. Last, last thing before I go, um, I saw this Fox Sports Radio tweet. It said, uh, Derek Rose will reportedly seek a five-year, $150 million deal this summer. <laughs> Somebody retweeted it and said, doing what? <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, so when you just said that, like you said, Derek Rose will reportedly, the first thing I thought of is he's going to report to the local police station. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> as, as a registered, oh, no, no, that's not right. No. And then I heard, will reportedly... <laughs> Uh, and then the second thing I thought of is get help. Oh, was he going God. to counseling? I didn't even think of like you were talking about us that uh, someone was actually going to pay him to try and play yeah. fast basketball. Five five years, one hundred and fifty million. Reach for the skies, kid. Yeah, dreams. Oh, yeah. Everybody meanwhile, chase your dreams. Meanwhile, it is finishing out his six million dollar contract yeah. and is never going to see any money again. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen to the. Yeah, that's that's a that's a jacked up situation. It is jacked. Uh, up. <laughs> listen, that is kids. A Nomar Garcia Para situation. Listen, kids. Think about it. Think about it. Nomar turned down four years, sixty four million dollars. Take the, the money Sox. always. Right. Take the money Said, always. I'm going to free agency. Got hurt. Ended up on like a two-year, $8 million contract from the Cubs. Never made the money. Take the money always. And remember, if there are two lessons you learned from this podcast Thanks, beautiful. Today, take, <laughs> take the money always. And kids, have the confidence. Have the confidence to go talk to that boy. Have the confidence to go talk to that girl. <laughs> have Derek Rose confidence asking for $150 million. Yeah. Have that confidence you can accomplish anything He's got skills. Accomplish anything you want, but that's Listen, it. man. Not only can I come play basketball, there isn't a DA in this state that can oh, me you know, anything. we're we're done, <laughs> we're done. We hope you liked it. We'll be back next week for this week. As always, I'm Aaron Palat. He's Jim Heenahan. This is the Carolina Knicks Day Podcast.